What's up? What's up? It's the fourth quarter podcast. Yes, sir. We're back, Coda. We're back. Been a crazy week. I would say, yeah, I'd say. I would say better than ever, but I'm thinking of you, my man. Uh, Why don't you let everybody know why it's not a better than ever week for you? You know, I'm I'm in uh, the old man phase of my life, it feels like. I took a, a bit of a tumble on some stairs in uh in LA it's been raining like crazy which we're not used to so I don't quite know how to walk in the rain and I took a bit of a stumble on stairs yeah I've uh, messed up my back a little bit but you know two week paid vacay from work could be a lot worse so that's why we we're on that. a little uh, virtual Zoom call today you know it it wasn't a t- a big ask necessarily <laughs> but the the real reason is Coda's taking care of himself physical yeah. therapy for those listeners who are concerned for his health, he was <laughs> able to make it. We just made an executive decision. So Yes, yes, yes. For everyone so worried about me right now. You know, the like 16 people that listen to this first right. one, of hey, which I'm, I'm definitely one, and you are too. So I'm proud yeah. of it. That means at you least know, 14 other people did. It's going to look that good when it's a thousand, you know, added to that. Yeah, you know? uh, it's going to be great. Of course. Um. Well, Coda, we had so much fun week one. I've gotten a lot of positive feedback. I think there's a lot of average Joe and Jane sport fans, sports fans out there who who vibed with us. And I think yeah. ultimately we're going to just bring a ton of non-professional opinions about sports and, and have a great time with it. Your face I is agree. still smiling. You look great. You're glowing here. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, Coda, I'm curious coming in for Triple B, the beer and buddy banter that you yep. dropped the ball on your beer this week. Oh, so what's, sad. What's what's uh what's top of mind for you? What are you coming in with? Man, NFL's crazy right now. I don't know if there's been a crazier like into a regular season. Just with right. everything that happened over the last week, whether it was Demar Hamlin, which obviously is so much more positive now, amazing the turnaround, the Bills Great kickoff God. return for a touchdown. I literally shed a tear. It was like just a tear. It was just <laughs> one single tier. Um, Sean Payton news. We'll talk about that later. That's no, crazy. Believe. You got the Chargers trying to kill off their players before the playoffs. Just just a lot of crazy stuff happening. So, yeah, and that really even, hits. That um, hits, it hits. It hits for me. It hits for me. So not even one single thing, I think. I think it was just a crazy ending to a pretty wild season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, friends, I, there's so much, there's so much. And I, I want to take some time to ask Coda about Sean Payton. So we'll end this seat, this little session with that. But again, thoughts and prayers with DeMar and his family. Thank God he's still here and that yeah. he, you know, just ultimately is, is in rehab and, and going to make it through this praise God. That's amazing. So, um, wanted to just mention it's it, the, the Bills Bengals game did not get rescheduled friends. No. This is the game that DeMar Hamlin, who's, uh, a member of the Bills' defense, I believe, is a, uh, a, safety. a safety. Yeah, yeah, and and he, my wife, wanted me to offer more context to things. So here we are. I love you, Shannon. Um, <laughs> the consequences of that is that the Bills and the Bengals obviously had one less game. Yeah, uh, and the NFL kind of dragged their feet a little bit on their decision, but they ultimately came out today, Coda, and they said, "I saw that Atlanta, Atlanta, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It's going to be if a Bills Chiefs." game happens yeah and it's funny because i don't think that's a city that anyone was just the average joe fan was even thinking was a possibility so that kind of came out of the woodwork Um, 
it's a fun stadium, so yeah. good for them. And then, of course, everyone, if if anybody else besides the Bills makes it to the championship game, uh, it'll just be higher seed hosting like usual. Wanted yeah. to also mention quickly, the Jets all in on buying a quarterback this offseason. Their owner, Woody Johnson, said it was make it happen. My team, the Washington Commanders, who I'm repping hard today, by the way, my dog. Got yes, a new a new shirt, courtesy of Mama Constable, who rocks. Um, <laughs> they said they're going to finally kind of go all in on figuring this out at QB. Uh, the Pats are going to figure out an offensive coordinator. Yep. And lastly, Derek Carr says goodbye to Raider Nation officially, big deal. which is a big deal. Big deal. Maybe directly linked to the Jets story. We'll see. Yeah. But probably not to the Sean Payton story, Coda. Where do you think is the most likely spot? And then where's like your dream spot for Sean Payton? Yeah, it, it's it's really interesting. There's there's several teams at this point that seem to be of interest. Um, I feel like the most likely spot, in my opinion, would be the Cardinals. I just it, oh, it seems to make sense to me. I think Sean Payton, and I think he said this too, I think ideally he's going to want a younger offense, a younger quarterback to develop. You don't see that really in Denver. You've got an aging Russell Wilson. You're not really seeing that in Las Vegas. They don't even, I don't even really know what the future looks like. They have no quarterback. They have no quarterback. I, I think the obvious choice, and it's been the one that's been rumored the most, and it's been the one that I would have loved, would have been the Chargers. Yeah. Everything fits perfectly, except they have a head coach that, you know, all the players say they love and that they stand behind. And who knows if that's true or not. Um, I think that would be the obvious choice. But I, I my gut tells me the Chargers are going to Charger, probably not fire Brandon Staley. I don't see that happening, especially if they win a playoff game. I just don't see someone getting fired after winning a playoff game, winning 11 wow. games. So yeah. I think my, my gut tells me Arizona. Which I think could be a good fit. Maybe that's what Kyler Murray needs. Could, well could work. Said. Yeah. The Chargers are going to charge her. Yeah. Honestly, uh, how does Mike Williams feel about playing for Brandon Staley this week, guys? Mike Williams, receiver for the Chargers, managed to get hurt in a completely irrelevant football game. Completely the irrelevant. Had already secured the five seed in the AFC. Staley, what are you doing? He was playing. Hey. I was reaching out to you, Coda. Yeah. Like, what the heck is happening? Is there a Didn't chance that the sense? Ravens are going to steal their seed? And then you're like, no. And then ESPN's like, no. They've got the five locked up, and we'll get into that. So, yeah. anyway, they can make the Cardinals relevant. I love that, Coda. That's a hot take. Man, I, he'd be doing some major babysitting for Oh, yeah. For but, Coda, why don't you take us into our next segment? Yeah. College football playoff, man. Uh, ben and I actually watched this game together in a oh, sea yeah. of what felt like Georgia fans here in L.A. They, they all came well. to the one bar in Silver Lake. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> what a game that was. Um, it, it was so weird going into that game because – so we watched it together, but I planned to come at halftime to watch the second half, assuming that this is a national championship game second half's going to be great. And what, was it like 38-7 by halftime? Cody, they said on the live broadcast that the game was officially over mid-second quarter. 
I'm like, yeah. I've never heard that in my entire life. I've never heard announcers say that. Like, yeah. we've we can think that at home, but when announcers are saying it live in person, you like know, it's it just a drubbing. Um, no, it, it was a lot. I, I I think there's a lot of big reactions about TCU about it. My gut tells me TCU is probably not that bad. Like, I don't think TCU is a 65 to 7 team. Um, yeah. I I was telling you this. I, I read before the game, TCU only had four players on the entire roster that had ever played in a bowl game. Four. Well, I mean, what college team traveled with, what, like 80, 90 players? Four players. Honestly, given that's impressive, they even won in the semifinal yeah. against Michigan. I mean, yeah. that, that's impressive in and of itself. So right. I just think they got shell-shocked. I think they hadn't seen anyone like Georgia all year. I think if they play that game again next next week, they don't win, but it's not 65-7, to seven, I don't think. Um, yeah, and, and my other thought, and I'm curious what you think about this too, is it feels like Ohio State-Georgia was probably the two best teams in the country. Um, yeah. You could make the argument for Michigan. They had the head-to-head over Ohio State. But watching Ohio State play Georgia the way they did compared to how yeah. TCU did and TCU having beaten Michigan, it feels like that semifinal Ohio State-Georgia game was probably the real national championship in a way. Yep, yep. To give you credit, Coda, I mean, guys, Coda said this to me during the game. He says, clearly, Ohio State-Georgia was the national championship yeah. game. And I kind of bemoaned people's abilities to make rankings because I'm like, hey, if you just gone ahead and flipped TCU and Ohio State, we could have gotten this done with in the semifinals. Yeah. But it's okay. It was hysterical, quite frankly. <laughs> God, no one got brutally injured on TCU because they were so yeah. freaking outclassed, this little JV team from Texas. But you know what? Good for them for making it there. Yeah. I'm proud of them. They looked fine. I'll say this, Coda. I think, frankly, it has way more to do with the coaching than it does anything. I think that yeah. there's clearly a better class of players at Georgia, but Kirby Smart just knows what the heck he's doing. Yeah, I mean, their offensive coordinator knows what the heck he's doing. I love Stetson Bennett to death. We were majorly overreacting to Stetson Bennett. I'm like, is he the next commander's quarterback? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, frankly, he, he looks like you and me out there, and yeah. to his credit, he is a Absolutely upper-level college quarterback. Absolutely. I'm still not sold, and I would be curious to know what everybody thinks about this, on him as an NFL quarterback. Obviously, we're going to enter the next few months and look at it, but, yeah, yeah, they just were a bigger, better team. Oh. We're going to be having a great time watching them attempt a three-peat probably next year. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it's going to be fun. Did you see uh, they had Saban on, what was it, post-game or halftime? And uh, who was it? It wasn't the analyst. His Affleck suit. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. They had to find a way to get him in there. But one of the analysts pretty much just said, point blank, Georgia is the new Alabama. Like, they they are the new. Yeah. Saban's reaction was hilarious. But it is true. That that was the feeling of it. Kirby Smart is the dude. Georgia's yeah. the team. It's going to be hard to dethrone them. Because even this yeah. year, we were like, oh, they're not going to be that good. They lost so many players. We're going to say the same thing next year, and they're probably going to be just as good next year. You're so spot on. Yeah, I mean, honestly, there were that, – that is probably the low point of broadcasting humil- – like of broadcasting shout-outs is the humiliation of Saban in front of his face. <laughs> uh, the high point was Tebow, right? We saw this Tebow getting announced 
covertly as a future or as a current Hall of Famer in college yep. football, Tim Tebow, the Florida quarterback. Yep. And that was hysterical. He was on the broadcast and they kept him off of the screen. And then they announced him afterwards. I was like, wow, what a classy move to really was, honor an incredible player. It was cool. Yeah. I love that moment. He's a stud. Um, Coda, we wanted to just quickly spend a minute or two thinking about what if this year had been a 12 team playoff, right? Yeah. Next year, we're going to do it all over again. Four teams. Yep. There's going to be a lot of, pardon my French, bitching and moaning. <laughs> and then finally, finally, is, this, is that correct? Or is yeah. it going to be next year? Next year. Am I wrong? No, next year will be four. And then will that be 2024, 2025 season will be. I think 12. that's right. I yeah. don't know. We could be wrong. I hope yeah. we're wrong. But I let's know. just look at this, Coda. So here we go. Final CFP rankings were All Georgia right. one, Michigan two, TCU three, Ohio State four. You know that. Yep. Bama five, six, Tennessee, seven, Clemson, Utah eight, Kansas State nine, USC 10. Penn State 11, and finally Washington at 12. Yep. So I'm going to go ahead and share this with you, Cody. I don't remember whether or not you have this on your end. But I, you know, with my very basic Microsoft Word skills, put together <laughs> a little bracket here. It's beautiful. Um, but let's just, well, thank you. I think yeah. so, too. Let's just walk through this. So Utah and Kansas State, the 8-9 matchup will play Georgia. I'm going to just go ahead and label that as irrelevant. So we'll go ahead and put yep. Georgia in the final four yep. where they belong. I think that's so, fair. Alabama versus Washington, that's probably a bloodbath with Bryce Young and company. Do you yeah. think Alabama versus Ohio State in the 5-4 game is relevant? Do you think that that could go not Ohio State's way? What do you think? I, I think the problem with Alabama this year is the defense was shaky at best. Because mm-hmm. I could even see in that Washington game them give up some points. I mean, that could that could end up having been a you know, 48-31 type game. Um, yeah. I think Ohio State beats Bama just based on – I mean, Ohio State, what, hung 41 on Georgia? Yeah, Georgia's right. defense is levels ahead of Bama. So I, I, I don't think it would be too much of a, of a match up there. I think I think you're probably right on. So I would give that as well to the Bucks. Sorry, all of our friends down south, but you yeah. know, War Eagle. So you know, <laughs> whatever. Um, but uh, the other side, I think, is way more fun. So I'm going to just more. be real with you. I have no freaking idea what happened on this side. Uh, Tennessee and Penn State in the six eleven matchup. Good I would matchup. love the one hundred percent. I would love the drama of whoever the backup quarterback for Tennessee is getting a win enough to bring, let's just say he does, yep. to bring a matchup with TCU in the final, uh, whatever, the Elite Eight of college football. TCU, Tennessee, I don't know if ten, I don't know if TCU could beat a Hendon Hooker Tennessee no. game. I think no. that might be a Final Four Tennessee team. I agree. It wouldn't be 65-7, but... Yeah, I don't think TCU wins that game. Okay, so let's say UT is into the Final Four there. Or sorry, the Elite Eight there. Um, this one's fun. Clemson and USC. That's weird. I have no concept of who wins that game. It's What it's, do you think? It's hard because Clemson was so inconsistent this year. Yeah. And they'd probably be starting, who is it? I can never pronounce his last name. Klubnik, Klubnik or something like that. 
Yeah, the um, freshman. Yeah. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. USC's defense is so bad. Like, so yeah. bad. I just read they gave up almost seven yards of play this year. I mean, Ooh, that's yeah. that's hard to imagine. But their offense is generational, Loki. I think USC beats Clemson. Okay. I like that. I like that. I think it doesn't matter again. I'd say Michigan probably dismantles whoever we see there. Yep. So quite frankly, I think the, the only real fix is, and I'm absolutely brutalizing this word document, but Coda, what we're seeing is it really does matter that they get the top four right, yeah. assuming those are the four best teams, because we're going to obviously just end up here again. Thank God we'd have something of a catch-all, uh, not a catch-all, but like a fix-all in terms of, you know, if we do happen to throw TCU into the three and we get like a Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, but even still, what do we have in the final? Michigan, Georgia? That's what that's my a gut. great game. Yeah, that's my gut. And yeah, I, I maybe mean, that, this is the solution. Yeah, that would be a better game than TCU-Georgia. Yeah. I think that's yeah. objectively true. So think about this. This would give us more football. This would save us from a really awful national championship. Yep. We'd get Georgia-Ohio State in the same spot, but now we'd get Michigan-Tennessee. Let's assume a full-health Tennessee team that very, very possibly could have been in here oh, yeah. uh, in the final four. Maybe an Oregon sneaks into this. I know you're still yeah. a little salty they weren't there. Um, you know, yeah. I don't think anybody was beating Kirby Smart's boys these year, this year, no. but – I wow. can tell you that from firsthand experience from week one. It's it's hard to play Georgia. That game was brutal. Here's I'll never what forget here's that. What uh, here's what I'll wrap us with as right. we transition to the to the big boys, to the uh, the varsity teams up in the NFL. Um, the first round games of the playoff are going to be held on campus, Coda. Yeah, that's so sick. I love that so much. Is that not putting them in these boring big stadiums for like NFL teams? Yes. Get the fans packed into their home. Make this feel kind of like an NIT for college basketball. I love it. I think it'll be really a good idea. I agree completely. Well, good on them. I love that. Friends, that was a lot less exciting. I'll say the uh, college football was a bit of a buzzkill this year. It was. Not this year. It was just great this, this, this playoff. Weekend. Yeah. Yeah. NFL was not a buzzkill. <laughs> no. It was absolutely thrilling. Before we get into what happened, um, I just want to say uh, the ramifications of the week were pretty large. So we've, again, seen a lot of NFL teams move off. I think most notably Cliff Kingsbury getting fired as the Cardinals yep. head coach and Steve Kime, their GM, stepping away. So Heck, that would be a great place, now that you say it, for Sean Payton to jump in. Would have a lot of say. Lots of say. Like football overlord, and he's the coach and the GM or something stupid. But um, Which the Cardinals would do, and then they'd write something bizarre in the clause, like they did with the video game clause and the tape clause for Kyler Murray, their quarterback. So, um, But I wanted to just say, uh, the three-for-three result was amazing for us. We we did really well. We should have gone four and zero, except for Aaron Rodgers sucks. Which, like, sorry, that was the one that we predicted. We were like, but we would rather have Detroit win this game. So even then, in our hearts, we're four and zero. As they say, one hundo, Coda, because 100. we were spot on with the Eagles over yep. the Giants, spot on with the Skylar Thompson Dolphins over the Jets, and our sure things. You had the Jags beating 
the Titans. That was in doubt, I would say, but he did it. Yeah. Your Trev did it. He made it happen. Trevor Lawrence. And then I had the Bengals over the Ravens, which I was just you know, nodding very proudly as that score. Yeah. Watch out for Joe Burrow and his team in the playoffs. No. And then team. Jerry Goff and the Mighty Lions. Uh, I'm being sarcastic, but truthfully, I think they won that game as much as Aaron Rodgers and the and the folks on the Packers crept the bit. I totally agree. It was such a fun game to watch, too. I, I've never seen a team – I think – the culture building in Detroit is so good right now. I've never seen a team knowingly miss out in the playoffs and be so freaking thrilled to win that game. Dude. It, it was awesome to watch. Weren't they amazing? They were like running around the field, high-fiving people. It was awesome. I'd watch out for them. Finishing 9-8, and eight, uh, you know, the mighty Kurt Cousins and his Vikings – Maybe not the most convincing division winner in the NFC North. So yeah. we'll see. Um, but wanted to just take you guys through a little bit of the feel of Sunday because I was uh walking my sweet dog Manuka, who is gonna actually make an appearance in this in this uh, podcast later today. And we were kind of just watching and reveling in it, it as it unfolded. That's the beauty of week 18. Everything's on the table. As the day progresses, certain teams are going to be eliminated and certain teams are going to have different circumstances. So just wanted to kind of run through a little bit of the field there. So we had some folks that really already had it locked up going into the morning on Saturday, right? We had a funny Saturday and Sunday of football. Yeah. Um, but the Chiefs got, got it done against the Raiders. They won and they got the number one seed and a bye in the AFC. There's probably some very salty fans in Buffalo and Cincinnati who are like, whatever, we totally should have had a shot at it. Well, to them, we say, prove it in the playoffs. Yep. The Jags, as Coda knew would happen, won the AFC South. Huge for their team. They were basically Huge. irrelevant last year. Yeah. I mean, they, they were basically good. irrelevant two months ago. Amen, brother. Crazy. How good is Doug Peterson? He's great. Dude, he's so good. They won, they've won what? Like, a crazy amount of games in a row. Yeah. And yeah. they're kind of like uh, the Niners, but not actually good. Um, <laughs> so good for them. Um, anyway, we roll into Sunday, okay? And here's how it went down, okay? Um, Falcons beat the Bucks, irrelevant. Bucks were already in. Panthers beat the Saints, irrelevant. Uh, but we had the Vikings come out on top of the Bears. The Bills beat the Pats. The Bengals beat the Ravens. The Texans beat the Colts. The Dolphins beat the Jets, and the Steelers beat the Browns, okay? If you need to, press, like, back 15 or whatever on what I just said, and you can slow that down and listen to me in slow-mo. But here's what's really important. The Pats lost to the Bills, eliminated them from the playoffs. Because the Pats lost and the Dolphins won, they got into the playoffs. And they would have known this if they'd been paying attention, but of course they What's really crazy is because all of that happened before, the Steelers won. Kenny Pickett got it done. He did. And they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. And this but, was this was my boy last week. I said the Kenny Pickett slander has gone too far. Kenny, I think Kenny he I think he's a dude. Pickett. I think he's a dude. He my dog Ronnie Parham, who loves the Steelers, believes in Kenny Pickett. Like they finished him. seven and two. 
secured another irrelevant stat line for Mike Tomlin where he went 16 <laughs> straight seasons of not losing. The problem is that he also did very little winning when it yep. mattered. So, again, all due respect to the Steelers. Um, but, yeah, just quickly, I mean, the Bengals won. They took care of business. They get to play the Ravens back-to-back weeks now. Fun times. And just in today, Lamar Jackson, the quarterback of the Ravens, not participating in that game. Yeah. Probably a foregone conclusion now, would you say, Coda? RIP to the Ravens 2022 season. Have fun golfing or whatever yeah. you do in your offseason. Take a vacation. Here's the one that I really wanted to just um, hone in on is the Texans and the Colts in a toilet bowl of a game. But what was fun is the to- the Texans, the Colts, and the Bears were all really interested in what happened in this game. Mm-hmm. And the way that it shook out was that the Texans beating the Colts and the Bears losing to the Vikings, which you never want to intentionally lose. But there are sometimes consequences that are favorable. Yep. That secured number one pick for the Bears this year, which starts QB gate in Chicago. Do I keep Justin Fields, who was 60 yards short, of breaking Lamar record. Jackson's quarterback rushing record for a season. Um, what? What? Do we get rid of him and pick up Bryce Young or somebody at the pick number one? This is crazy, Coda. What do you think about all this? It really the Bears, it's just gonna depend on how much they believe in Justin Fields. And yeah. I would say Justin Fields, you look at the numbers, especially the rushing numbers, it does jump out to you. Jury's out on him as a pure quarterback. And I think with most quarterbacks in the league, objectively, we can all agree, dual threats usually don't pan out over time. Um, Jalen Hurts. They're fragile. They're fragile. Jalen Hurts is looking good right now. He was injured towards the end of the season. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, injured. He's not here. It doesn't usually pan out, um, but I think he has a ton of potential. I'd love to see him have an opportunity. So it's going to just be based on if they want to build around him, maybe pick up a dude on defense, give him some weapons on offense, or if they want to make what I think would be the logical choice and look at a Bryce Young or a CJ Stroud and go, they are objectively better quarterbacks mm. on like on just statistically numbers. If you're looking at it, they're objectively better. So yeah. I don't know where the bears are at with that. My gut would tell me if I'm in that position, I'm taking a QB. But it, it, it's a hard choice to make. You heard it here first, folks. I really think that's actually a great idea, Coda. We're going to play uh, a bit of a QB carousel game next week, so stay tuned for that, which will be really fun. This is a fun piece of it. Hell, if you can get some good pieces for Justin Fields, I think yeah. that's incredibly logical. It also is like the least loyal thing that you could do, particularly for a great guy who's basically the opposite of Kyler Murray. Yeah. Um, very briefly, I completely missed half a page. There was a 125 window and beyond. Obviously, the Lions and Packers played in that. Let me just say this. Um, like we said, Dan Campbell's awesome, the coach of the Lions. Clearly, yeah. he's instilling an amazing culture. Um, my commanders are awesome at doing things that are completely irrelevant at the end of the season. But <laughs> thank you for giving my uh, my other father-in-law, Chris Hansen, a good show. He got to see that game in person. He's a diehard Commanders fan. I was pumped for him. Let's go. Um, Sam Howell, way to go in your first career start. But the real thing that was fun was the fight for the number one seed, which San Francisco did 
um, come up short, right? I thought they were going to do it. I thought they were too. Philly, Philly brought out the Jalen Hurts car and he played yeah. injured. And he, he secured it. So Philly, all they needed was um, Dallas to lose, right? And Philly to lose, right? Yep. Um, and no, they didn't even need Dallas to lose. They just needed to win. So really it was just can Philly get job, get the job done? Uh, well, the two superior teams got it done. So yep. get into what we think is going to happen past them. It's taken us a little bit over time on this segment. My bad. Uh, no problem. You know, Coda, I, I really am curious. Do you remember uh, when it was that we sat down and did this together? Because we're going to transition and talk about picks. It was a long time ago. It was a while. It was uh, It wasn't even like preseason, really. It was like the dead heat of summer that we were doing this. Uh-huh. We were just ready for football when we were doing this. Just like, please give me something but baseball. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, you know, I'm going to have to fact check these with what actually happened, but I'm looking, I have it pulled up on my phone right now, my preseason predictions. Okay. I think I might've done pretty well. I had, you mentioned when I made these, I was pretty ruthless to some teams on here and I'm going to eat some crow for sure with some of these, but mm, I guess we'll just, we'll start in the AFC real quick. The AFC North, I had in order Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, Browns. And yep. that's correct. So that's one for one with me. AFC South is where it got a little bit dicey for me. And I'm sorry to the Jags. I had Titans, Colts, Texans, Jags at three and 14. I don't really know what I was thinking there. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. So there was a point in the season. Where it looked it like that, like that might they be were the gonna case. fall off the table. Yeah. Yep. AFC East, I had the Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, Jets. So I was a little bit higher on the Patriots. Really just flip them. That one I didn't do too bad on. So AFC I was I felt I feel pretty solid on. Yeah. NFC. I'm Wait, hold on, hold on. Like, you you skipped out on the most important division of the oh, AFC, yeah. huh? That one's sad. This for is me. your division. Literally, I think this is just, you didn't uh, want to talk about it. I think that's it subconsciously. Uh, but I actually did no, I got every single seating wrong here. Actually, I had the Chargers, Beautiful. Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders. It yeah. was Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos. So, my own division that I'm supposed to know the most, I didn't get a single seed correctly. Um, yeah, so let's just forget about that one. We'll try that one again next year. Well, here's what I'll chime in because the yeah. only thing that I remember from mine, which we cannot find mine, I probably burned it in embarrassment. But I had <laughs> all four teams making the playoffs from the AFC West. That so was I had uh, all of them with winning records, like convincingly winning records. Everyone did though. Like it seemed like it was going to be the it. best we division ever. We're like, oh, yeah, of course. Derek Carr adding, you know, what's his name? One receiver. Adams, And then Russell Wilson being, you know, the second coming of John Elway. It's going <laughs> to happen, right? Broncos will probably win the division. It's like we forgot that Patrick Mahomes is 16-0 and in division it's in ridiculous. his life. He's never lost to any of these three chumps. No offense, Kyle. It's okay. I We deserve it. Unbelievable. Um, so they're moving to the NFC. I'm not quite sure how I did here. Let's see. NFC North, I actually had the Packers taking it, yeah. which was a bit of a hot take at the moment. Then I had Vikings, Lions, Bears. This one I wasn't too hot on. That obviously ended Vikings, Lions, Packers, Bears. 
Um, but grateful the Lions were better than I thought they were going to be. I'm happy about that. Yeah. yeah. Moved to the NFC East. Uh, I was not high in the Eagles or the Giants. This one I did really bad on. It was Cowboys, Commanders, Eagles, Giants for me. Obviously ended Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders. I'm but, sorry to the NFC East. But I would say also a surprise division. Probably as, Very. Di- as surprising as your division. Um, 100% the most competitive division in the NFC. My commanders being the worst team in a division, that's a very good division. Frankly, these sneaky giants. Yeah, I mean, a division where no one had a losing record. That's that's pretty impressive. And Uh, no one had the Eagles as the number one seed preseason. Like, give me a break. No, I literally didn't even have them in. Uh, NFC West, I'll definitely eat some crow here. I had the Rams at 12 and 5. But most people did not think the Rams fall off would be like this. It was so bad. I had the Rams, no. Cardinals, Niners, Hawks. Obviously, I got every single pick wrong there. It was Niners, <laughs> Hawks, Rams, Cardinals. The NFC was not my jam this year. And rounding it out, the NFC South. This one I felt all right on until the last week there was more shuffling. I had yeah. Bucks, Falcons, Saints, Panthers. Obviously, it ended Bucks, Panthers, Saints, Falcons. But the Panthers, Saints, and Falcons all finished at 7-10. and 10. So I'm going to go ahead yeah. and count that one as a win for me, too. Uh, I'm going to take yeah. the W there. So I'd say AFC. Cody, a couple of thoughts. Go ahead. Well, AFC, I felt good. Oh, oh Cody, you killed it yeah. in the AFC. NFC was not You were the AFC soothsayer. <laughs> Brother, all right, here's a, here's a thought. So first of all, the Rams, I believe it was the worst defense of a Super Bowl in history. At 5-12, and 12, that's the worst the team's ever gone after winning the Super Bowl. The NFC South, that might be the worst division in history, finish-wise. Every team under 500. Are you kidding me? We even gave you an extra game. You got 17 and you couldn't even win nine of them. So bad. Uh, So that's horrific. Frankly, this makes me yearn to just take the seven best teams from each conference, but whatever. And then I'd say the, the surprise in my eyes to, like, pundits would probably be the Seahawks, right? Oh. No one thought that Geno Smith would be a a Pro Bowl quarterback, perfectly replaced yep. Russell Wilson. They didn't miss a beat. Pete Carroll unaging. He's like what in his mid seventies, and he just completely <laughs> seamlessly changed changed this team around. So, yep, I love it. Absolutely amazing. Um, well, Coda, we're gonna play a game as yep. we uh, kind of wrap up our show, our second episode. Uh, it went by so fast. Time really does fly when you're having fun. It really does. Um, this game uh, came to me in the middle of the night. It is called Manuka, the Misses, or Me. Okay. And this basically is to prove a point that we're not professionals. I know many professionals that are absolutely terrible at predicting games. And I think, let's just go for it. And so who did we include? Well, we included my sweet German shepherd, Manuka. So we represented her picks. Oh, she's the sweetest. She knows completely jack about football, which is why I, I actually went to a coin flip app to make her picks. Uh, maybe next next week I'll like go grab some squirrels from the trees and have her pick like, you know, one of two. Uh, we also interviewed our wives. Shannon is my wife. Annie is Coda's wife. And they had some real thoughts here. They did. So what I wanted to do is, is, um, Coda, do you, uh, do you want to give, 
your picks first. We'll kind of we'll talk to a a real sports fan, and mm-hmm. then I will give the women and the dogs pick. Uh, yeah. Again, I know many women. Just to caveat this, I know many women that know a ton about sports. Yeah, our women don't. It's not their thing. Yeah. We'll it's not, them. and that's okay. And that's fine. Yeah. So, Coda, let's go uh, through the through the first round of the playoffs. There's uh, what seven games. What yeah. do, what do you have? I deliberated on this for a while. Spent some time last night and tonight. I believe that. 49ers Hawks. I want it so bad for Gino, but it's 49ers. They're just they're on such a high, which we have seen in the past teams go into the playoffs on such a high and then it's a big letdown. So it wouldn't shock right. me if Seahawks pulled an upset, but I'm going 49ers there. Chargers Jags, honestly, I could see the Jags winning and that hurts to say. It yeah. really is like, will Mike will play? That's going to be a big thing. If Mike Williams plays, I think Chargers by 10, 14. Okay. He's a huge piece. I think if Mike will doesn't play, Jags could win that. I think he's going to play. I'll go Chargers. Dolphins, Bills, this is a foregone conclusion. This is going to be Bills in a, an absolute massacre. I would be shocked if this is closer than two or three touchdowns. Giants, Vikings. I'm going to go with what the history tells me on Kirk Cousins. This is a giant stub for me. I like the culture in New York. I know Kayvon was in the news for not being very sportsmanlike, but isn't that also kind of what you want from like a fearless defensive player? I agree. It'd be hated. It's like yeah. the Ray Lewis effect. People hated that guy because yeah. he was so good and so mean. He got in your head. I'll take the Giants. Wow. Mm-hmm. Ravens, Bengals. I'll go Bengals, obviously, but I watched the game in week 18, a very depleted Ravens team kept this closer than it probably should have been, which yeah. is not, I don't think was a great look. Maybe, but so I think Bengals take it. I don't think it'll be a blowout. I think it'll be a close game. And then Cowboys Bucks. I'm actually going to go upset Bucks here. I think given the history, okay. Cowboys in the playoffs, I don't trust them. I don't trust Dak. I don't trust the coaching staff. I don't trust the Cowboys in any way. And Tom Brady's been here like 45 times. He's He knows yeah. what it takes. He knows what to do. I'll go Bucks and upset there. Okay. Yeah, let me just shout out the old man himself. So he broke his own single-season completion record. He uh, got 490 in a season. This record was his that he broke from 2021. He's 45. This was his 23rd season. And get this, his first losing season of 23. Shout out to him. Amazing. Yep. Just a quick clarifier for you. Believe it or not, the Bucks winning against the Cowboys is not an upset. Can you no. believe that? It's wow. a 4-5 game, but you are totally right. They were 8-9. It there. is weird to think about it like that. But not the better wow. team. No, clearly not. Well, um, I'm gonna take 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 issue. I'm gonna definitely pick some other things, which is yep. great. Coda and I are sitting at we're gonna keep our all time record forever, folks. So we're currently both <laughs> sitting at three and one. Um, I will take some other spots, but we're gonna first just mention um the women folk who unanimously picked the Bills and the Ravens and the Jags. Okay, course, so they agree with those uh, with those uh, Bills picks. They went with the Ravens, whatever. That's fine. And then the Jags, you know, um, 
Annie's one note was "Don't tell the king." Uh, wow, which, wow, it hurts. Know, that's, that's what she calls her beloved Coda. And uh, Shannon wanted to note that she picked the Vikings because of Lizzo, uh, <laughs> which is fair. That is fair. Yeah. That's a great reference in a song. Yeah. To wrap it out, Shannon also had the Seahawks victorious and the Cowboys, uh, probably because her dear father is a is a diehard Cowboys fan. Annie yeah. went Bucks there, and she yeah. also has the 49ers, uh, probably the smarter pick, and the yeah. Giants. Okay. Um, Manuka, cold-hearted killer that she is, said Dolphins are going to definitely take down the Bills. Uh, then had the Vikings and the Chargers and the Seahawks getting it done. Another upset on the road for the Ravens and for the Cowboys. So Manuka is really wow. riding the the underdog this week, wow. which is pretty fun. Good for her. What a yeah. proud dog owner I am. Um, <laughs> and just quickly, I'll say, I think that the, the, um, the Chargers are going to get over their hump. I think um, – Dear Justin Herbert is going to actually show what he's what he's made of now that he's finally entered the playoffs. Yep. I think Chargers over Jags. Um, I'm gonna say Baltimore gets crushed. I think since he takes care of business at home. Yep. Uh also Buffalo takes care of business against Miami. Um, I'm gonna say that uh the Giants lose to the Vikings. I'm okay. gonna give Kirk Cousins. Um, I'm gonna say that um Kevin O'Connell continues to change Kirk Cousins. He's instilled confidence in him. They've become the team they were supposed to be. I think they defend home field. Niners don't even struggle against the Hawks. I think Brock Purdy continues his very odd run as quarterback for them as a rookie. Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick of the draft. Crazy. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, not because I'm a commanders fan, but I'm gonna go ahead and throw a stake in the ground and say I have never bet in favor of Tom Brady in the playoffs. Never. Okay. And guess how many times that bit me in the butt? Every <laughs> freaking time. So, Tom, do it for my grandma, who freaking loves you and abandoned the Patriots, which is her birthright to like the Patriots as a Massachusetts, if that's the word. Tom, get it done. All right. Oh, okay. I respect those picks. We we are pretty similar. We're pretty similar. Pretty so, similar. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited about it. I think it's fun to kind of be on the opposite sides of it. Yeah, I agree. How it goes. I agree. Well, that pretty much concludes our second week of the fourth quarter podcast. Crazy week. Lots to talk about. I think this is longer than the first one because we just had so much to talk about, which is great. Next week, we're going to be talking about wildcard weekend, what happened, what we wish had happened, what we wish maybe didn't happen. Going through our picks, we'll be predicting the rest of the playoffs. And big topic. I'm really curious. I don't even know what the game is. This QB carousel game. It's going to be really fun. You guys are going to be finding out what that is pretty much at the same time that I am. Uh, yeah, it'll be a great week. Any closing thoughts, Ben? You're a pleasure to do this with, Coda. Same to you. Same to you. Well, that was week two of the fourth quarter podcast. Join us next week. It'll be a good time. Peace out, friend. See ya.